The following is a hoop ball presentation. Good morning, hoop ballers, and welcome to another edition of Hoop Balls DFS today. This is your March 30th edition, uh, Tuesday. I am your host, Santino Cocone, and I'm here with my main man, Will. How are you doing tonight, Will? What's going on, Santino? Good to be back with you. You know, I'm doing okay. You know, I could be better. All right. Uh, won't get into oh, that. So you, you, so you want to know why? Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I try, you know, have you tried uh, NBA Top Shot yet? I signed up and then that was as far as I got so far. That was probably a couple weeks ago. I had a pack right in my hands and then my bank declined it because it said it didn't want me to pay for I don't know like because it's the overseas company so it was rejected so I didn't get the pack. So I'm pretty upset about that but you know I'm okay other than that. Okay. That, that's kind of <laughs> I kind of want a pack too. It, it, it seems fun but it also seems like eh really? But yeah, some, something to opinion. just have one of those things that you just collect and seems fun. If you're not spending an absurd amount of money on it, though, <clears throat> right, right, right. that's why we got to play DFS to win a lot of money. So <laughs> even still, some people are spending an absurd amount on it and right. do not understand that. But uh, that's to, to each their own. There you go. <laughs> awesome, man. Uh, yeah, we have a. We only have a four-game slate for you guys tonight, so this one should be fairly quick. I think we can knock this one out pretty quick. And Before we get into it, though, I do want to shout out our guys over at MyBookie, uh, the premier sports book out there. It's my favorite. I use it all the time. Uh, you can bet on any type of game that you want, any type of fight, any type of uh, pretty much anything sports-related, and there's a fully-fledged casino platform with live dealers game table games and all that stuff as well uh, and all you have to do is sign up enter the promo code hoopball and you get your default your i said deposit deposit matched up or matched halfway up to a thousand bucks so if you put in um, 200 you get a hundred extra dollars uh, to play with there with your my bookie account and all you have to do again is go there sign up and enter the promo code hoopball when you're signing up uh, and enjoy that extra half uh, half of your deposit. <clears throat> um, but Will, are you ready to get into the this four game slate here? I'm ready. You know, I love it when it's a smaller uh a slate of games. So this is these are the most fun for me. So I'm ready to go. Awesome. And we of these four games, uh, the Wizards and the Clippers are the only two teams on the back end of a back to back, and the Suns are the only team on the front end of a back to back. So we have three teams on the back ends or on a back-to-back out of the eight. Uh, we won't have an injury report for the Wizards or the Clippers, uh, but we do have some news that happened already while, as we're doing this podcast. <clears throat> but uh, we'll jump into this first one here. It is the Hornets at the Wizards. There is no spread for this one or total. Um, on the injury report, we have Lamella Ball as out and Malik Monk as probable. On the Wizards, we had Bradley Beal miss the game on Monday. Uh, we'll have to watch out for that. And Daniel Gafford left Monday's game in a wheelchair for what looked to be a very severe ankle injury. Uh, so I'm going to go out on a limb here and say he's not suiting up for this game. 
Uh, so that is most likely definite. Bradley Beal will have to keep an eye on out for. Uh, but let's start with this Hornets side of the ball, man. We know the f- matchup is super favorable anytime we're facing the Wizards. Um, and we know there's no no ball here, ball playing, so there's a lot of usage and ball handling and facilitating go around. Uh, but what are you looking at on this Hornets side of the ball? Uh, yeah, and like you said, with ball out, um, that just opens the court up a lot more for Devontae Graham. You know, he was a guy that was slipping in fantasy and DFS terms this year. And, uh, you know, it was possible he's going to be benched and maybe traded. But, you know, now with uh, LaMelo out, he's uh, getting back to his uh, form that he was at last year. In his last three uh, games, he was over 30 DraftKings points. So in his last game, 37. So he just keeps trending up. Uh, and I think, you know, in this matchup against the Wizards, they are, you know, last place in points allowed. Uh, those are the Wizards. So this should be an easy matchup for him, especially with um, them on a back-to-back. I don't think Russ will play in this game, but it's possible. You never know. Um, but uh, it's looking really good for Devontae Graham at 6,100. Uh, Terry Rozier at 7,700. Uh, those guys are the main beneficiaries of ball out. Um Everyone else is really questionable to me, really, uh, because um, well, you could, Gordon Hayward should be safe, uh, but he's just not lighting the world on fire like he was in the beginning of the season. But uh, you know, you got PJ Washington who's up and down. Uh, you have Miles Bridges that's very up and down, and Malik Monk who you're starting to try to trust. Um, you know, he's his foot's been bothering him, so you know he's. Uh, He's probable, but how much will he play? We don't know. So for me, the two guys I'm loving is Devontae Graham, 6,100, Rozier, 7,700. Everyone else is pretty sketchy to me. What do you think? And I like that, and I, I like Graham at 6,100. I think it's still too cheap for what he's doing right now in his role. He played 39 minutes in the last one, uh, so and he took 21 shots. So his role is only going to continue to grow without a ball around. I do like Bridges at 5,100. I think this is a matchup that... Both teams are going to play small. Uh, the the Hornets are already doing so with P.J. Washington logging a lot of center minutes. Cody Zeller and Biombo are not really playing much lately. Uh, and then you look at the Wizards, and the guy that they just traded for, Daniel Gafford, goes off in a wheelchair. Uh, so and they, and they absolutely hate Alex Land and Robin Lopez. So I see uh, Rui playing more center minutes on that side on both teams going small. So that would mean Bridget more minutes for Bridges, uh, in my opinion. So I like both those two guys. I don't hate Hayward or, or Rozier either. Um, it's just a fantastic matchup, like you mentioned. 7,700, I usually don't want to go to Rozier, but in this environment, it's just going to be – it very much suits him, fast pace, uh run and gun type of environment no defense and this guy's just coming off the player of the week too uh so <clears throat> i'm with you on those two guys you like and i'd throw in uh, bridges there as well yep yep <clears throat> All I, right, I, I can't i can't trust bridges but okay <laughs> i don't I, I mean just this type of matchup i just think they'll go smaller and at 5100 yeah. i don't mind uh, going that route there <clears throat> but uh, what about on the Wizards side? You already mentioned you think Westbrook might miss. We know Gafford should miss. Um, Brian Ishmith still out. T- Davis Bertans, I don't think he's going to be back by th- for this one. So they're kind of slim up front, and we, we don't know the status of Beal. So um, wh- where are you looking at on this side of the ball? Right, exactly. I was going to mention that. And Beal could sit also with his hip. So, I mean, this could be just a, you know, <laughs> Horrible matchup, uh, uh, you know, for 
with Washington and seeing what they put on the floor. So really that leaves me with two players is Rui Hachimura at 6,000. I mean, he should get all the amount of offense that he could ever ask for. And uh, also I have to say Denny Avia at 3,700. Last game he started, it seems like they're going to push toward him, you know, playing more, seeing what they have in him. Uh, You know, he only got 18.8 DraftKings points. But I think that will still be trending up. And with everyone possibly out, it can only be better. Um, my guy of the night that I was going to circle for my, you know, favorite player in the lineup is Daniel Gafford at 3,300. <laughs> that was the steal of all steals. And he hurts his ankle. So, I mean, that's really disappointing. Um, Unless he's pulling he a Paul a, Pierce. Uh, right, come, right. <laughs> then I don't I know. Wish. Will be. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I added him in, in one of my fantasy leagues because I needed him for Tuesday. But that's, you know, that's how it goes. But the Wizards, you know, it's not looking great for me. You got any other players uh, you're looking at? Because they're going to probably have to replace a lot of players. Yeah, so it all depends on who's in and who's out. Looking at those two top guys, Westbrook and right. Beal. If, if just one of them plays... I will ride the other one uh, in pretty much all my lineups. If both of them play, I'll still have some exposure to both of them, uh, depending on where my money fluctuates and, and sits with the rest of the um, with the rest of my team. I don't mind going Beal; he's going to be two grand cheaper if he's playing and, and healthy. And I don't mind going Westbrook uh, because this is a great matchup for him. One, and he's playing unbelievable. I mean, just tonight, well, while we're doing this podcast, the game is finished. He just put up one of the most insane fantasy lines that we'll see all year. Mm-hmm. 35 points, 21 assists, 14 rebounds, two steals, a block, four threes. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say about uh-huh. that, but uh, absolutely <laughs> massive. And that was against a, a pretty good Pacers team and, and defense. I, I'm not saying he's going to put up another 30-20-10 type of game, but he can. he's – pretty much a guaranteed triple double at this point anytime he plays and if Beal doesn't play more usage to him so we'll look at we'll see what which one of those two guys are out or in or both and then I'll decide how my lineup shakes after that but you mentioned Rui gonna get a ton more usage he's probably gonna play a lot of center as I alluded to you Gafford's not there Alex Len and Robin Lopez just don't play a lot and aren't that good um Denny you mentioned Denny at 3700 especially if one of those top two guys miss you can throw stabs at him too. He's probably going to play more power forward too now, uh, and more. And he's starting at small forward. Um, <clears throat> maybe we throw stuff at uh, Gary, um, Matthews here because we, I mean he's in the lineup. And Jerome Robinson started in the last game and he played 21 minutes. There are some people to look at, but I think like you mentioned, uh, Denny, Rui, those two guys I'm looking at. Uh, Westbrook and Beal, I'll see who's in the lineup. And if both of those guys happen to miss, then it's just like value central here. A guy you can look at, possibly keep your eye out on, is Chandler Hutchison. You know, um, the Wizards just traded for him. You know, he's supposed to play tonight. I don't know if he... Yeah, he he played 25 minutes and had actually 18 points and five boards. Okay, so there you go. Bare minimum 2K value. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's very promising. So check out for Chandler Hutchison. And if Beal and and Westbrook play, then I would just stick to the guys in the starting lineup. Right, um, right. right. <laughs> yeah, but if one or one of them are out or both of them are out, then it changes up a lot of things. But uh, Hutchinson's a good good name to call for another dirt cheap, bare minimum three K guy. <clears throat> All right, man. 
Uh, let's jump on to this this next game, and the next game of the night is a is a good one. Uh, we have the Philadelphia 76ers at the Denver Nuggets. We have a 222 spread, and the Nuggets are three-point home favorites. Uh, neither of these teams are on anything of a back-to-back, so we don't have to worry about anybody getting hurt tonight. But uh, the Nuggets have Monte Morris listed as out again, and Greg Whittington listed as questionable for the first time in a while. And for the Sixers, Joel Embiid and George Hill are both out. We'll start with the Sixers. They are the away team. No Embiid, no Hill. Uh, hasn't made his debut yet. Uh, where are you looking at in this lineup or on the Sixers side in this matchup against the new-look Nuggets? Uh, well, obviously when uh, Joel Embiid is out, you, you think of Ben Simmons uh, at 8,700. But, I mean, for me, his last four games have not been – worth the value that he's priced at um he's been in the 30s and some in the 20s that's just not good enough for me we're expecting him you know to display that all-star potential you know he's just not filling up stat wise you know he's playing good obviously one of the best defensive players in the league philadelphia's number two defense in the league as a team uh but for fantasy purposes i wouldn't trust to play him at 8700 when you could play Tobias Harris at 8,500, who has been putting up that production, uh, that's a lot more safe than Ben Simmons. And the only other person I really would feel confident in, and confident is loosely based on this one, is Dwight Howard. Um, because, you know, they traded uh, the other backup center. Can't even think of his name right now, because when I was playing against you last week in fantasy, he did nothing for me. Um, and uh, and Bede is obviously out. Um but Dwight, you know, he always has the potential to get an easy double-double as long as he doesn't get ejected from the game. He got ejected from two games in a row last week, which is ridiculous. Hopefully he's learned his lesson. So, uh, But, yeah, Ben Simmons, he can get you that potential, but he just hasn't for me. So I wouldn't trust it, but you could always use him because he's going to get the minutes. Tobias Harris is the best lock to me at 8,500 for this team. And then Dwight Howard. Uh, do you trust anyone else on this team? Um, this matchup is going to be a little weird. I think, um, I'm probably leaning close to where you are. Dwight Howard at five, eight, just cause there's no, I mean, Mike Scott and B ball Paul are the only other centers currently on the team. And they're not really playing Paul at all. Paul Reed and Mike Scott is might, might be not be the best Mike Scott in at basketball if you watch the office no i'm just kidding but um, <laughs> uh, dwight howard is going to have to play in this matchup so at 5 8 i don't hate it um <clears throat> i would prefer other people but because of the Jokic matchup but i mean he's going to get as many minutes as he can handle like you said as long as he can keep his head on straight and not get ejected um but i do like harris a little slightly more than, than simmons in this one um, and I, I, that's probably all I'm looking at. Danny Green's been playing on fire, but I still don't want to pay near 5K for him. I'm just not not there. Mm-hmm. Um, but what about on the other side of the ball, on the Nuggets side? Anybody, uh, or where are you looking at here? We saw the debuting Aaron Gordon in the last one, started the game and, and played 21 minutes, uh, but it was a massive blowout, so can't really read too much into what everybody did. Right, you know, and obviously he's coming in. He's going to be, you know, filling that offensive role a little bit more. So you would think that would slightly take everyone down, possibly a tad. Uh, I think you won't have an issue with Jokic. You know, he's, in my eyes, he's probably the MVP this year, probably be between him and James Harden. But uh, at 10,500, 
You never can go wrong using the Joker. Uh, Jamal Murray at 7,600. Once again, he's not been playing great lately as far as, you know, fantasy and DraftKings production. So it's, you know, it's kind of like Ben Simmons. Uh, he's just uh, a little over $1,000 cheaper. So he's a better play than Ben Simmons, but he's still not playing, playing you know, like bubble Jamal Murray. Um, and then Michael Porter Jr., obviously at 6700 He's been productive, but you got to worry about how much Aaron Gordon is going to affect his production. Uh, like you said, last game, which was his first game for Aaron Gordon, it was a blowout. So we don't really know how to, he's going to gel with the team yet and whose toes are going to get stepped on. But those are the only four guys I'm really looking at. Um, are you looking at Compazzo or anybody else? Uh, probably not. The, the, this starting five, I want to see how they, they do to, uh, together. And just having another big body here, like Aaron Gordon, uh, like a, a good player that's going to eat minutes. I don't know how much I want to look at the bench. Um, I think you can look at Jokic, yeah, at 10-5. Him and one of the Wizards, if if only if one play, probably the best on the slate. Uh, they are the ex- most expensive, but um, the Dwight Howard matchup doesn't, scare you off of Jokic. I mean, no one really scares you off off of Jokic at all. Uh, And then Porter and Gordon. uh, I just want to see what Aaron Gordon's role is if the when the game is actually close and they're all playing 30 minutes. So I'm probably going to stay more towards uh, Jokic and lean off everybody else just a little bit. Uh, Maybe go to Barton, but not fully on there um, in this type of environment. But I don't, I don't hate it just because it's a four-game slate. I don't mind looking at uh, giving the other guys in the starting lineup a look, but I probably uh, won't go there too often. And uh, you know, Paul Millsap is at forty-seven hundred, and you know he's been playing well uh, the last three games. But you just gotta wonder also with Aaron Gordon in there. I think he'll take a back seat, so you can't play him with any confidence. Yeah, it's it's hard. I, I it when teams get a new uh, toy to play with. I, I try to let them have a couple games before I evaluate exactly what uh, they're going to do because they got to get familiar with each other as well. Yeah, yeah, and no one knows what JaVale McGee is going to do. You know? <laughs> <No one. laughs> yeah, I don't know how much he's going to play behind. He should. He's, he's he when he does play, he's a permanent guy. But uh, behind Jokic, you never know how much someone will play. <clears throat> All right, man. Let's jump on over to the next game of the night, and these. Uh, this one starts at 10. These last two start at 10 p.m. And we have the Orlando Magic at the Los Angeles Clippers. Um, the Clippers are on the back end of a back-to-back. We don't have an injury report for them, but Paul George was a late scratch for them with a foot injury. I don't know if that's another word for rest in the Clippers lingo because that's what they've been doing lately. Uh, but we'll see what that means. Um, and on the Magic side, we have Cole... Cole Anthony, Markel Fultz, Gary Harris, Jonathan Isaac all out. Terrence Ross is now probable. Uh, We do not have a spread for this game. Uh, But let's jump on over to the Magic side of the ball. And now that we'll have closer to a full lineup, we're still waiting for Cole Anthony and Gary Harris to uh, see exactly what this new look Magic team will look like in a couple games. But they have most guys there. Uh, we saw Otto Porter and Wendell Carter and RJ Hampton all make their debuts last game. Uh, but where are you looking at in on this side of the ball? It's it's very limited, very limited. Yeah. I'm only looking at <laughs> Chuma Okiki at 5600. You know, uh, 
he has the ability and he will have the minutes uh, to put up some production. You know, he was a um, high draft pick for them last year and uh, he was hurt last year and he's finally getting to show some potential. He's looking like he would be the fantasy stud on this team. Uh, moving forward, uh, then that just depends on Wendell Carter Jr. Also, who is my second guy uh, for this team, uh, priced extremely low at 5,500. But that's be- probably based off the last game. Uh, it was a very weird game. They played all three centers. Wendell Carter was their big prize in the trade for Vucevic. He didn't even start, um, but he did close out the game. So that's what's important. So you have to think his minutes are going to continue to ramp up and they were probably just easing them in. Uh, but no one else on this team do I trust. Uh, Dwayne Bacon had an incredible game last game, 26 points, eight rebounds. But I learned my lesson about Dwayne Bacon, <laughs> and I'm, you can never probably trust him two games in a row. Um, so, uh, And Michael Carter-Williams is another guy I would have considered playing, but he got banged up in the last game. And, you know, that uh, got Tristan Randall and – RJ Hampton some minutes, and they both look pretty good. So I think now all three will get minutes in this game. So Orlando is looking very shallow to me uh, as far as trustworthiness. What do you think? Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I mean, um, they're integrating Carter Jr., Porter Jr., and all these other guys in there. Terrence Ross is coming back. We don't know exactly what everyone's role is going to look like, and all their prices took a little bit above. A bump like Terrence Ross, I would go to uh, because he's clearly the number one option on this team when he's playing. But he's seventy one hundred now, so he's pretty much he's up there. Uh, Okeke looks uh, looks pretty good, but he's also now fifty six hundred, so his price is going up there. I I don't mind taking stabs at both those guys, but just their prices have risen. Uh, Wendell Carter Jr. His price is low. He only played 20 minutes in the last one, like you mentioned. He did close that game. That was his first game with the team. I don't know if he's going to get uh, extended minutes in this one. He's probably going to take a few games. Um, so I don't know if we, we can go there, but I'm not comfortable with it. Same with Port, Otto Porter Jr. I would love, would have loved to go on uh, Mo Bamba here, but he's now at 4900 Again, all these guys got these, these big price bumps, so I'm not too keen on that i guess you can look at ross if he plays because you know he's going to take the most shots on the team okay because he's been pretty good uh and rj hampton at 3500 is the one guy whose price didn't really move much and we could expect uh maybe a few extra minutes here and there because they want to see what he looks like um and that's where i would probably go here but everybody else like ennis birch uh bomba they're all priced pretty accordingly now that the team's getting more bodies back. It's same with Bacon, like you mentioned. Really good game last game, but I don't want to pay near 6K for him. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, yeah, that's 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 rough for um, – God, I lost my thought. Yeah, Hampton. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, if Michael Carter-Williams would have been out this game, which I kind of expect him to because he uh, got injured in the last game and didn't return, um, I would feel very comfortable playing R.J. Hampton because I like his potential. You know, he's the first-round draft pick this year. But um, with MCW playing, it's just too up in the air for me to be, you know, secure on how he's going to play out. So can't can't trust him. I hear you on that. Uh, and what about on the Clipper side, man? Uh, Paul George missed this last one with a foot injury. It was a late scratch. Can you – do you think it was just – 
a quote-unquote foot injury, a.k.a. rest, or do you think he's going to miss this one as well? Uh, and if he misses that, where are you going to go? Or where do you like? I mean, we know Serge right, Ibaka. Well, all right, my bad. I was going to say Serge Ibaka or also. Uh, Beverly and Rondo also missed Monday. Right. Well, you know, when when it comes to the Clippers, you got to look, uh, you know, before the game tips off to see who's going to play because Kawhi could easily sit out also because it's a back-to-back. Uh, he did play back-to-backs uh, March 14th and 15th, so it's not out of, you know, you know, the concept of reality that he could play in this back-to-back. You're just not sure, though. And, yeah, like you said, uh, the injury to Paul George kind of came out of nowhere, uh, even for the team, it seems. So I don't know if that's rest or not. You just got to be confident they're playing. If you're not confident, you can't put them in your lineup if you don't hear a word on anything because both could sit out. Uh, or you could pick the wrong one. Um, and with one of the two of those out, though, that makes me uh, really enjoy Terrence Mann. Uh, he's at 4,700, and he's been lighting the world on fire pretty much lately. Uh, his last game, he had 23 points. Uh, game before that, he had a double-double with 10 points, 12 rebounds. And I think he's been playing so well, I think that's the part of the reason why they felt confident to let go of uh, Lou, Lou Williams. Uh, so... I think he's a bright young talent, 4,700. He should be getting the minutes. He's been playing well with Kawhi and PG in the lineup. So if one of them's out, it should only be better. Um, and then I look at uh, Ivica Zubak. He's been playing well uh, at 5,900. Do you think that's too much for him with Serge out? Or do you think it's about right on par because he's been playing well? <clears throat> yeah, and that's uh... – I think it's right on par-ish, but I, I don't know if the upside is necessarily there. Because even with Serge out, he's still not seeing 35 minutes or so. Uh, so I think that's right where his wheelhouse is. And, and he has he can put up, like two games ago, he put up nearly 37 points, which brings back solid value. Um, but uh, I think that's pretty much right where he should be. And we might we might see Serge getting back, so we'll have to keep an eye on out for that one as well. Yeah, the only other guy I would mention is Reggie Jackson. You know, with Pat Beverly out, Rondo not there yet at 4,900, he has the potential to, you know, have a 40-point DraftKings night like he had two games ago. But then, you know, surrounded by that game, he basically had two 20 DraftKings point games. So you just never know with him. Uh, you just have to go with your gut, but he's going to get the minutes. So the, the whole Clippers team is sketchy. So you want to yep. hear more <laughs> word on everything about it before you feel confident about it. Yeah, and, and I'm with you. The whole team is sketchy. Looking at a home game against the Magic, uh, can one of Paul George or Kawhi Leonard is probably missing this game. I would say George got his the the early rest. He's going to come back. All of a sudden, his foot is was never a problem, and now Kawhi Leonard is going to miss this one, or George just misses two. I'm, I'm fairly confident that one of these two guys are going to miss this game. Uh, they might not have to bring back Ibaka, Beverly, or Rondo, even if they're ready, because it's Orlando. And I think it's going to open up some good value. And even if like Kawhi and, and George both do play, they're not going to play 30 minutes in this type of matchup. I think we can look at, like you mentioned, Reggie Jackson. I think Terrence Mann, uh, now he's 47, so that's a little higher. Uh, Luke Kennard, who started this game on Monday, he's probably going to get extra run here. I think uh, those those are some guys that we can look at because I'm just looking at the writing on the wall and thinking uh, they're not going to be playing too hard, their starters too hard in this one. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. 
All right, man. And and how about for the last game of the night, we have the Atlanta Hawks traveling to Phoenix to take on the Suns. We do have a spread for this one. It is 221 and a half, and the Suns are five and a half point home favorites. Uh, we have an injury report for both time, both teams. The Suns, I'll start with first because it's smaller. Uh, Jalen Smith, Cameron Payne, both available. And Abdel Nader is out. On the Hawks, we have a we have a big one here. We have Capella, uh, Bogdanovich, and Ga- Gallo and Okungwu all available. Uh, and then we have Chris Dunn and Cam Reddish as out. And we have DeAndre Hunter who missed, who came back and then missed the last couple games as questionable. Um, but we'll start with the Hawks because they are the away team here. Now, where are you looking at on on the Hawks side of the ball? And are do you feel confident in them knowing that they are facing one of the best defenses in the league and the second slowest team in the league? Right, yeah, Phoenix is number four defense in the league, believe it or not. Um, but And another thing with the Hawks, they better um, be careful with DeAndre Hunter. You know, They better not ruin that kid because they don't need to be rushing him back with a knee injury because he's a – He's a really good talent. So hopefully he does not play this game and they hold him out until he's 100%. Um, but Trey Young, obviously at 9000 you know, he's a guy that's been priced, you know, close to 10000 So at 9000 he's always uh, worth it to me, even though it is a tough matchup. Um, you know, it's pretty hard to stop him because he's not relying on driving to the basket. He can shoot from anywhere, you know. He can shoot from the logo if he wants to. Um so nine thousand is fine with me. Um, even though you know he's he's been getting in the thirties and high thirties and mid forties lately, but you know he always has that potential to go for the fifties. I'm, I'm guessing you wouldn't play him in this game because you're worried about Phoenix's defense. Is that true? Yeah, I probably won't go to him much in this. I, I like the other spend ups here. Uh, Chris Paul is still one of the best point guard defenders in the league. It's going to be a both of these teams are. Believe it or not, bottom uh, bottom in the league in, in pace. I believe the Hawks are 26th in pace. So That's and crazy. then and then yeah, right. You'd think they would play a lot faster. And the Suns are now 28th uh, with the Nuggets dropping right before them. Uh, and Chris Paul's defense, he's he's still the best defender. Uh, maybe Michael Bridges, but he's still. And now Chris Paul's probably still the best defender on this team at, at his age. So I probably won't go Trey Young here when I know that uh, there's Jokic. And a couple of these these wizards guys also. Yeah, um, it, it, you're not out of your mind if you play Trey at nine thousand. It's always you know. Yeah, it's a, it is a discount on him, so that's a right, good thing. Right, right, and he always can provide that breakout type of game. Um, only two other players I'm really looking at is Capella at seventy four hundred. Um, you know, he just has the potential to get the re- double double easy with blocks. Um, and, and potential to get you a 50 draft king point night. And John Collins also at 7,000. <clears> He's not been lighting the world on fire for me. Uh, two out of five games have been great. So you want better production from that, from your, you know, should-be star player that's looking for a contract extension. And he's in a tough matchup. But um, I, I, it's, I don't know who's going to be guarding him. He should have an easy matchup as far as who's guarding him, though, tonight. Do you you agree with that? Or you think just the whole team defense concept should slow him down? Um, I think the whole team defense concept concept plays a little part. But I do like the the front court a little bit in this this matchup. Uh, Capella especially. I think DeAndre Ayton is the one guy that you can – 
definitely attack on this team. Um, and he is the help defense. So you, <laughs> when you're attacking him, there's not much help there. Um, and then I think power forward is another spot that John Collins gets a solid advantage here uh, with size wise, unless they go to like a, a Sarek at, at starting at power forward, but I don't think they'll do so. I um, mean, I also don't mind. We mentioned, you mentioned him earlier, Deandre Hunter, but I do want to know if he has a minutes limit and he, I, I'm assuming he will, uh, but he did yeah. play when he, when he came back, he played 20 and then 26 minutes. Um, but then he went right, and then he had five fouls when he played that 26 minutes. So you would think he was going to reach 30, but then he went right back to his knee hurt. So probably going to take it easy with him. But yeah, I'm, I, I like the front court guys in here, especially Capella at 7-4. Yeah, those are the only three that are really standing out to me because everyone else is pretty inconsistent to me. But are you mm-hmm. seeing any value in anyone else? Um, not really, unless somebody misses a game, the game out of nowhere. Um, outside of that, I'm not really into everybody else here. Is, uh, is Lou Williams playing? He didn't play on Sunday, so I'm not, it's probably a question. He wasn't on the injury report, so probably, but who who knows at this stage. But I, I think he will play, but, um, that at 45, I was looking at that, maybe give him a look, but at the same time. I don't know if I want to go there in his first game at, in Atlanta. Yeah, I totally agree. It's kind of a wait-and-see thing. So I've heard he could be playing some possibly uh, backup point guard because they're so loaded at the shooting guard mm-hmm. position. Um, so if that's something to look out for because if he uh, gets some point guard minutes, that's great fantasy drafting type potential. Yeah, so that'd we'll be nice him. for him. Yeah. But what about on the, uh, the Sun side going against Atlanta? Is there... Anybody on this side of the ball that uh, you're liking? Uh, Devin Booker at 8,300, I mean, that's the steal. Uh, if you look at his production this last few games, that's you, you're feeling just as confident in that as you are as Trey Young, if not better. Uh, his numbers have been better. So, And that's $700 less. Uh, Chris Paul at 8,000, you know, he's going to be out there running the team. Potential to get 40 DraftKings points. It's a little high for me because, He's not been consistent as Devin Booker, and they're similarly priced. But, you know, you always can use him because they're going to have him out there guarding Trey the whole game so he can get some steals and all that stuff. Uh, You hate DeAndre Ayton at 6,400. But I always think that there's potential for him to have a big game. Uh, He's been scoring in the 30s lately, but uh, it's four or five games ago. Those two games he was in the 40-plus range. That's what you want for him. And that's, that's a great value at 6,400 if he can get there. But he will have a definitely a tough matchup against Capella. And uh, so that would be hard to trust in this one. Uh, Mikael Bridges is always a positive play at 5,800. Uh, Jameson Crowder, if you want to put him in your lineup, he's just a safe guy at 4,900. And uh, a lower-tier guy that I'm looking at is with Abdul Nader out. Um, Toy Craig has been playing pretty pretty decent lately. At 3,300, uh, his last game, he got 21 DraftKings points. So anyone you're spending, you know, in the 3,000s for, if they can get you points in the 20s and, you know, he's going to get some minutes, that's worth considering in my opinion. Um, I don't know what's going on with Cam Johnson, uh, but, you know, it looks like Torrey Craig is, you know, trying to take his job. So that's something to keep an eye out on. Yeah, and uh, I'm with you. Oh, I don't hate Aiton. 
at 64 probably won't go there probably just try and spend up for capella in that range but uh uh, I do like the backcourt in, in Booker and Paul. I think that's where the advantage is against the Hawks. Even though they slow it down, they have a solid defense in the front court. Their backcourt is exploitable, and that's where I would like to to go here is, is Booker or Paul. Uh, don't mind Bridges. Uh, I think 58 is a solid price tag for him. I think it's a, you can still attack here, especially if DeAndre Hunter's not playing. He was one of their better defenders on the wings. Um, and then for Value, I think you mentioned it. Torrey Craig's a guy who's been playing more, especially with Nader out. Uh, campaign at 3,400. He might play extra few minutes in this one. And and Sarich also at 3,700 I'd look at. He might start. I don't think he will, but going up, when you see the, the size that Atlanta brings, uh, there is a possibility that they try and match it there. Um, and those are the guys I'd be looking at as well with you. It would have been really nice if LaMarcus Aldridge uh, would have went to Phoenix because I think he would have fit right in in that power forward position. But now he's trying to get a ring, I guess. <laughs> I think they all are now. Yeah. Um, and before we head on out of here, is there is – there? oh, I do want to ask you uh, tiers. I know there's only four games, so we don't have to fully uh, throw it out there, but <clears throat> I almost forgot about it. So we'll start with the high price guy. Is there, there anybody that you're uh, – that you really like in that in – that? 8K plus range. Uh, like we mentioned, Devin Booker at 8,300. He's probably my favorite of the night. Uh, obviously, I don't even know if we can mention Joker because he's just a lot. But, you know, Joker and Devin Booker stand out to me. like it. And um, I'm with the Wizards. If Westbrook plays, I know he's the highest guy on this slate. Uh, I- I'm going to be playing him. I think it's just a very, very good matchup against Devontae Graham, especially if, even if Bill, whether Bill plays or not, um, if Westbrook plays, I'm there. If Westbrook sits and Bill plays, I'll, I'll go there. But uh, I'd, I'd prefer the, to spend up on Westbrook just because you know, even on a bad shooting game, he's going to put you up a triple-double. Um, how yeah. about un, under 8K in that uh, in the seven six fives? Anybody that is standing out for you? Uh, I think I can mention my home team, you know, Devontae Graham at 6,100. I think that's a great matchup mm-hmm. for him against, you know, Washington. Like I said, they give up the most points in the league. Um, and, you know, with LaMelo Ball out, it's just his team to run. So I think that's a great value. Yeah, and I, I like him too. Uh, I won't say that because yeah, you already did, but I'll go to a guy on the same team. Um, Mike or Miles Bridges at 51, I think. They're going to play small, especially with no Gafford. Now there's no Wagner. Uh, Len, Robin Lopez are going to get probably, they probably will play minutes in the 20s, but eh, I think Miles Bridges sees a lot. They've been playing small anyway. Uh, this is a very good matchup. And I think that that's, that's the game that everybody's going to start targeting and rightfully so it's, it's probably when we do get a spread for it, it's probably going to be a lot higher than the rest of these games. <clears throat> How about uh, value? And since there's only four games, we'll say the value is uh, about 48 and below. Okay. Uh, well, that lets me throw someone else in there. But I'm going to go with the the bare minimum guy, uh, Chandler Hutchison. You know, we just mentioned since Gafford is out, Chandler Hutchison seemed to step in and play great with in his first uh, game with the Wizards. Uh, like you said, scored 18 points and five rebounds in 25 minutes. Uh, you're not going to find anyone that cheap that can put up that production, I don't believe, um, in this in tonight's lineup. So I, did, I think that's a great value. If I want to throw someone else out there, 
you know, uh, Terrence Mann, I like him, but that's, mm-hmm. you, you definitely want to use Chandler, uh, Chandler Hutchinson over Terrence Mann if you have to use that same position. So, well, you that's, got- that's who I was going to say is Mann. Um, uh-huh. I, I was going to I like Avia, uh, Denny. Avicii, yeah. as I like to call him, but I was, well, right when I was about to say it, I was going to say we kind of just overflowed on that first game. So let me go to a, a different game for everybody. Uh, and I was I like Terrence Mann because of the reasons of I am just almost certain that one of Kawhi Leonard or Paul George are going to miss this game. It just right. I probably wouldn't have been on that bandwagon or, or on that side if. Paul George didn't get that late scratch, but we've seen this dance before, and uh, it is Orlando, and now it's just clicking. That it just keeps coming back to me that one of these guys are going to miss. So, uh, Terrence Mann and Luke Kennard at thirty four hundred, another dirt cheap guy. Uh, are people are who are going to have to pick up the slack there, and uh, even uh, Reggie Jackson, but he's he's a little more expensive there. <clears throat> All right, yeah, man. Yeah. And uh, before we head on out of here, is there anything else you want to add? Uh, I'll just say, you know, good luck to everyone. You definitely always remember to check before the game's lock um, to see the injury report, you know, because it's just so up in the air. Um, and one of my leagues, it's like I, ha- it's, I had to switch out like four people before tip-off <laughs> because, you know, this person's out, this person's in, this person's out. It's It's crazy this year, so – just keep an eye out on the injuries, and you know, hopefully, no more big name players get hurt this year. That's all I got. And I like it. And yeah, definitely keep an eye out. I know it's only four games, but we have just one game at seven. Uh, that first game that people are—that's going to be the highest spread of the night. I can already see. I mean, highest total of the night. Uh, and then the next game is at nine, and the last two are at ten. So uh, those last three, we should have most of the info if we i shouldn't even say most because the clippers keep throwing curveballs at everybody but we should have a lot of it and then the last two of the night we'll have a good chunk hopefully more than two minutes before the game starts but um yeah keep an eye out for that and we will be talking to you on discord trying to um, follow the news with you guys yeah yeah and if you want give us a rate review tell us uh on Anywhere that you're listening to this podcast, tell us what you like, what you don't like. We'll try and add stuff if you want us to. Uh, get rid of stuff that you don't like also. Um, and give like Will a fuck. <laughs> like me, yes. Uh, if you need me to leave, I will have to, I'll have to leave. <laughs> but uh, if you want to follow Will on Twitter, don't. Uh, if you want to follow me <laughs> on Twitter, it's at Santino Cocon. And Will is at William is Bill. Um, and this was... A good show tonight, I guess, before Will joined. And uh, <laughs> we will <laughs> we'll catch you again tomorrow night for the last day of March. Uh, March 31st edition of Hoopball's DFS Day. I believe it will be Mike and Keith for that one. So thank you guys for joining as always. And uh, Will and I will catch you again next Tuesday. Peace. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation.